0: Listeners, happy to see you and welcome to episode 25 of the Author Accountability Podcast. As always, I'm Ryan and here with me is Donna.
1: Hello. Hello. <laughs> you oh. look very cold today. I, I am. Um, for you, Obviously, the listeners can't see, but you can see I have a beanie. I have a scarf. Oh, actually, it's not really a scarf. It's more like... Imagine a beanie without a, a top. It's just, just a tube um, that it came with the beanie. so it's kind of like a snood, but smaller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've got my, my husband's clothes on over my clothes. And um, yes, it's, it's very wet and cold here at the moment. Um, our summer only really starts next month, kind of, you know, time. And so it's very wet and it's very cold and there's snow in the mountains so yes, and I don't have a heater in my house, so I'm I'm all bundled up. <laughs> There's me sat here in t-shirts and shorts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh gosh, mm-hmm. uh, and hopefully, hopefully we'll avoid today the, the baby noises because I did just put him down for a nap. Hopefully she'll sleep long enough. She normally does sleep um a lot um and longer when it's cold like this. So. To, fingers crossed and holding thumbs and, yes. and everything she sleeps and I don't have to rush off and go and get her <laughs> oh bless so how have you been like what have you been up to oh um well m started solids so <laughs> it's like a whole other thing I haven't introduced any allergens yet so luckily I'm not stressing about that just yet but it is it's like I'm having because I'm being extra Um, I am making my own uh, food Uh, I do have a few like pouches and stuff in the cupboard for like just in case but uh, yeah so today is cooking day for her and I just realized that I haven't cooked enough (laughs) because I thought okay that one ice cube equal two tablespoons it doesn't only equals one tablespoon and so I have to go and I have to read I have to make double of like some peas and stuff by the way I want to ask you so this oh is God. A, this is a very hard pivot this is a very hard pivot is mushy peas actually a thing in the UK because I've heard a lot about mushy peas yes sorry sorry my train of thought is I actually I made pea puree for M this morning that's why my brain is with
0: like, sorry yes. I just realized
1: I didn't say so well when you started are- it I was like Christ what's she gonna ask me and then
0: you came out with a question about mushy peas which you know <laughs> I'm sure everyone will find hilarious but yes mushy peas are a thing in the UK it usually comes with fish and chips
1: uh, okay because I, because there was like a tiny little bit left of her mushy peas, um, that wasn't going to go into um, an ice cube tray, and so I had some, and I was like, damn, this is actually quite nice." <laughs> like, I like peas just in general, but something like about them mashed with a little bit of butter just sounds nice to me. I don't it, think well, we could be it friends anymore. Why don't you like peas?
0: No, peas are peas are like one of my most hated vegetables, second to mushrooms
1: second to my oh my gosh you know what is so this is hilarious this is I don't know this is strange okay my aunt whoopsie, I'm just bumping my table here my aunt my mom's sister hates peas okay and you just said you don't like mushrooms my sister hates mushrooms I mean how really oddly like what are the odds that you dislike two of the same foods I mean I'm actually like they're not polarizing foods, though. It's not like sardines or like, like um coriander, like cilantro, something like that. That is like, quite polarizing in general. Like peas and mushrooms are not really foods that people. Yeah, but feel then I don't think about. I don't
0: think you can really base my vegetable tastes on other people's because I don't like a lot of vegetables, and the vegetables I do like are very strange for someone who doesn't like vegetables.
1: <laughs> oh really. Yeah, because I, I like
0: courgette and eggplant and stuff like that. But I don't like onions, mushrooms, peas, broad beans, like anything. Any normal vegetable apart from carrots, broccoli and cauliflower, I don't like.
1: Oh Well, you do well in our house then because we keep a lot of uh, carrots, broccoli and cauliflower in our house. <laughs> those, are, those are like the easiest things to cook. Like, you know, just like, pop, like steam it or boil it and like a little bit of butter and it's like A for away. Yes. Yes,
0: exactly. Uh,
1: uh, what else have you been doing? You being? I'm, I'm doing fine. So,
0: you know, just been at work. I've got next week off of work, though, which I'm very excited for. Although Ooh, yeah. my month seems to be ridiculously busy. So I had a hen weekend last weekend. I've got a lunch today, a wedding tomorrow, then a week off. Then I'm getting my second COVID jab i released my book this month. It's just. Yes, you
1: did. Oh, Honestly. I actually, I owe you an apology, Rianne, because. Why? I, okay, I did post for the scavenger hunt. It was just late at night. That's fine. Because I set, a, I set a reminder on my phone and for some reason it didn't go off. And like I was lying in bed, like literally just about to turn the light off. And I was like. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's fine so it did go up it did go up just late at night
0: yeah but because it was over three days I've given people extra days to enter anyway so
1: unfortunately listeners if
0: you are listening to this it has passed so I do apologize but there will be future giveaways coming soon
1: yeah that's so exciting yeah shame it and there was even one one lady who messaged me and she was like um I can't find your words and I was like yeah, that's because I uh, haven't posted them yet. Because <laughs> I was, like, in the process of posting them as I got the message. <laughs> Shame. But she, she was like, oh, she, she said, Oh thank goodness, I thought I just was being blind. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> it's not just me then.
0: <laughs> no, no.
1: <laughs> and how, how, how are the pregnancy th- symptoms? Have, you, have, have they, like, subsided a bit more now?
0: Well, the sickness has. Now yeah, I just sorry, have I sciatica um, and oh. every... Every morning, the soles of my feet hurt when I get out of bed. Ah,
1: you know what? I had that as well. It's awful. It is. It's it's so horrible. It's almost like you're standing on like razor blades. Oh no, it's not nice. It's just uh, um, yeah. I'm just finding it like super weird. Mm, it is, but I think it's also uh, you're in your second trimester now, so you you're actually going to start gaining weight, and that's I found for me that's what Don't tell what, me what this. happened was. No, but as soon as I started putting on weight, it's, that was when my feet started to hurt. So, that that's that's probably what it is, because your body is now carrying more weight than it's used to carrying. Yay. It, <laughs> it's all baby and fluids, though. I mean, you you look exactly the same. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just the the morning mess that I usually am for you. Thank God uh, the listeners can't <laughs> <don't> see me.
1: <laughs> yeah. now, now, so, moving I sir. actually I want to say because when when you came on I thought oh she does fresh face this morning and you actually do you look like healthy you've got like a healthy complexion and thing going on this morning
0: this is how I got out of bed I'm still in my pajamas
1: dare I say Rianne you have the pregnancy glow
0: (laughs) I definitely don't but thank you
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know that's how I felt all through my pregnancy I was like you're telling me I'm looking great and I feel like trash yep (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, so did you do any of your tasks okay so I didn't do any of my own work but I have started going through your manuscripts so I feel better about that because at least the things that I'm doing for other people I'm actually getting some stuff done I know I'm a bit behind that could be classed as your easy fun book work yeah that's supposed so yeah I, th- I suppose it could. I do. I must say, I am enjoying. I am enjoying your manuscript very much. Yay! Um, I'm love. I feel like um, because I read two versions of Kingdom of Lies. For yes. those, this a little bit of inf- inside information for our listeners. I critiqued two different versions of Kingdom of Lies. I feel like this version of Return of the Dragons is the characters are so much stronger. You've written the character so much stronger than you did the first version of Kingdom of Lies.
0: That was my aim. So I'm glad I achieved
1: that. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> I'm glad you achieved it too. Um, I can definitely see um that, that you have grown. Like, like you're writing, it's still you, it's still your writing, but it's just so much stronger than the first manuscript I critiqued. So A plus for growth and well done.
0: Well I't I so so I said I was gonna host a hen weekend, which is exactly what I did yes. and I regret it yes. because my body did not like me afterwards
1: oh I, I literally sorry. I've
0: spent all week just like resting because I am in so much pain <laughs> oh oh
1: that's awful mm-hmm. oh wait, speaking of your hens party you send me pictures of your garden uh that's because it completely <sighs> rained and we ended
0: up being inside my house rather than in the garden I do have pictures which I will send you um yeah but yeah we we, we ended up putting all the decorations up and then taking them swiftly down as the wind lifted up oh. the uh gazebo and smashed it into my kitchen window which was delightful
1: oh no it did a, the window break
0: no thank god
1: <laughs> oh thank goodness I was just about to say that would have been flipping awful to have to mm-hmm. try and patch up your window yeah I was, like, I was like I was like Ian
0: can you can you come and take it down please he was like yes I'll be there in a moment I was like thanks
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh speaking of chaos actually I don't know why I didn't start off with this so my darling husband has gone hunting this weekend okay hunting for food not trophy hunting just to clarify we eat what he shoots always that's um, because I'm very strongly against trophy hunting so for those of who, th- those of our listeners who want to come at me, <laughs> we do eat what he shoots. Anyway, that disclaimer out of the way, he's away. So naturally, I'm here at home alone with M. So he left on Thursday morning. Thursday evening, afternoon rather. One of our dogs starts throwing up blood. So I'm like okay (laughs) I'm gonna have to deal with this I'm already in a bit of a tiz because M has been difficult the last few days and I'm sleep deprived and everything so my poor the poor um office lady Leslie Shame, she's such a trooper she's so sweet I'm like Leslie please can you just watch M I need to sort this out so I rushed the dog to the vet um Leaving a giant mess in my house, and when I say mess, there were puddles of everywhere. Um, I had to rush her to the vet. So the vet goes, "She's either got um, he- hemorrhagic gastro, or an ulcer, or hookworm." And I'm like, so "Hookworm? Many we, we, yeah." And I was like, "A hookworm?" I said, "We deworm our dogs regularly." And she said, "No, no, no. It's very common in our area." where we are and they catch it really really easily and I said okay well I suppose you know and so unfortunately she's getting like triple treatment Um, but she is much better Um, but the thing is I have to cook her special food because she can't eat normal dog food at the moment because it's too harsh for her stomach so yeah I got home and I had to then rush to the shops to get more chicken and rice because I didn't have enough (laughs) In, in our cupboard um, and in our fridge so yeah that was a whole thing um yeah so I'm home with a sick dog and a daughter and yes it's a lot this weekend <laughs> so I'm glad to have this little brief respite where I can talk to an actual adult human being
0: <laughs> some normality in your life yeah that yeah, sounds
1: exactly
0: that sounds like chaos yes um yeah I I I have no words I don't even know what to say to that so (laughs) no Mm. I can understand why you didn't do anything else on your list which makes complete Mm. sense we won't we won't hate you for it we'll just say try again next week
1: (laughs) thank you yes I, I I intend to do so it feels like and we said this last week that we went from like nothing happening at all to everything happening all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's draining, isn't it? Yes. Oh,
0: yes, I want to go back to having nothing to say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, me too. Me too.
0: <laughs> um, I know? did finish my flash my look, flash fiction, flash fiction. Um, so that yes. is ready to be beta read. Um, they they did a poll and everyone was like no do longer ones because before it was like yeah keep it to like 1500 words and I was like well I've gone over this already um and then they (laughs) increased it to 5000 so mine mine now has two two scenes which which I'm quite enjoying like I've really enjoyed writing the story and it's been weird to like go back to my writing roots where I've just completely like pantsed a novel and not outlined it
1: Oh, exciting.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, shameless plug, that is coming out in the Once Upon a Name anthology, 20th of -hmm. April, 2022.
1: Yay, that's so exciting. I'm really looking forward to seeing them. In actual fact, I have never written a short story. Fun fact. I started one a while back, but then I got distracted by Project Revenge and kind of put that one to the side. But, yeah, I've never written a short story. I mean, besides at school, which, I mean, let's be honest, pretty much everything you write in school is pretty much a short story yeah. or an essay. Um, so, yeah,
0: um, I actually look
1: forward to trying that sometime. What are you going to do
0: in the next two weeks? <sighs> Let me open my diary and see what I've got going on. <laughs> Nothing because life is getting
1: in the way let me see let me see I do still obviously I'm going to be working on your manuscript I have a sewing lesson on Tuesday I have a possible coffee with a friend on Friday and a possible uh, bra with um, friends of ours who have a little daughter that's just a month or so older than him Um, Oh, and also have to organise EMS, measles vaccination. But other than that, well, actually, when I say other than that, um, yeah, it's actually quite a busy week for me next week, and then the following week, nothing. Why do I do this to myself? I should really spread things out better.
0: (laughs) So on the week that you're doing nothing, what writing stuff are you going to do?
1: Well, I am going to... I really want to go through my character profiles for Project Revenge because I feel like I need to kind of reacquaint myself with, with the characters so that I can more accurately and fully work on the outline um, in the future. So I, I want to go through those character profiles, make sure that all of them are complete and fully formed and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I- I'm just gonna say that because I was gonna say something else, but let's just say that.
0: No, <laughs> that's just fine. To character.
1: <laughs> I am going to add
0: 2000 words to my novella. Oh, nice. I'm going to plan the rest of 2021's Instagram posts. I'm going to attend mm-hmm. a wedding, which I'm doing tomorrow, so I'm going to achieve that one. <laughs> Yes. And I'm going to on my week off, I'm going to um finish going through a marketing course that I bought like two years ago and finally actually learn how to market my book.
1: Yay! Exciting. Yeah. Oh, speaking of unfinished courses, I have a, a editing and proofreading course that I purchased a few months back that I still want
0: to Oh, I've got loads of them. I've got like 20 courses that I've never actually completed, <laughs> which I really need to start doing. Um, I think. I think at some point as well, I might like sort through them and find the ones that are actually going to benefit me. Because most of the time, mm. I'm just like, "Oh, this sounds really good," and then I like sign up to it, and it's like, "Well, I've signed up to it now. I've got it forever. I can do it whenever I want." And then forever never comes.
1: That <laughs> isn't that the name of a band. Forever never comes. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> 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 oh gosh oh yeah no I must say I think a lot of the time especially now with M I feel like I have so many um it's, it's very difficult not to feel like I'm failing at everything to be honest because it's like you, I have to leave so many things unfinished you know it's very frustrating but I'm trying my best to not let it get the better of me and just kind of keep pushing forward and just kind of like we said last week understand that this is just a phase in my life and things will change eventually yeah so, yeah <laughs> yeah no well that's the thing
0: like mm. life does change like ev you know every day something new comes up and it it changes your life in a certain way and mm. you know You've you just got to deal with the cars that you dealt with. Yeah, you know, sure. I'm still sat here thinking, I've got nine months off next year. I'm going to do loads of book stuff. When in reality,
1: I probably won't because I will have a baby. Yeah, I was, I was where you are, <laughs> where you are now. Trust me. <laughs> and um, I mean, to be fair, once I kind of got into the swing of things, because newborns sleep so much. Mm. Um, you probably will get some stuff done in the next in the first like say two months maybe three months but after that when they start like looking around and wanting entertainment and stuff that that flies out the window <laughs> you say that my mother
0: has already bought me loads of like baby stuff and she's bought lots of stuff to entertain the child where they can just yeah. be like here mm. and like, like you don't actually have to like focus too much on them because they're mm. they're in like so it's basically like a a baby gym but it's got sides on it so yeah. they can't get out
1: oh no nice.
0: yes okay, <laughs> you will be trapped okay. in a cage while i work
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah have your stuff bare. <laughs> yes yeah oh dear yeah no i must say for me it's not so much that that uh I, I need to give him constant attention it's that's if she's awake, I'm distracted, and so yeah. I can't. The work that I'm doing is not my best work. Yeah, so I that. that's what it is.
0: Yeah, I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to. <laughs> like I've been planning some stuff this morning, and I'm like, oh, I need to like plan my 2022 goals soon. And I'm like, oh, I want to do this, and I want to do this, and I want to do this. And I'm like,
1: Marianne, you're gonna have a baby. Maybe mm-hmm. like yeah. cut it
0: down a bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I must say. I think even even like I said, the plans that I made last year, like in theory, it was great. In theory it was, it was and like it made sense. But like the reality of it is just like things don't always happen the way you think they will. And I like because I said to myself, okay, what I'll do is I will just focus on getting one thing, one work thing done, or like one book thing done a day. And unfortunately, it doesn't always happen. You know, it's it's also like because it's not just M that needs my attention. And the time that I would normally spend working between, like, say, seven and nine in the evening, well, that's the only time I have to spend with Ricardo. So if M has a bad day where she's not napping, well, then I get nothing done because how can I – my husband has been out – All day working hard for us, for our family. How can I just be like, okay, sorry, you know, Mm -hmm. you've just got to sit over there while I am, yeah, you know, and I want to see them, I want to spend time with them. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah,
0: I imagine it's hard to juggle. Especially in the beginning when everything, like, changes. I mean, obviously you said that having a newborn, in the beginning they just sleep, which is great. But then Mm. I'm talking about the changes when, obviously, they become mobile.
1: Oh, dear, yeah. Um, I am both excited for that and also dreading that because, like, every now and again I look around my house and I'm like, this place is a death trap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. On the bright side, we're going to start doing the nursery soon, which I'm very excited about.
1: Ooh, yes. I don't know if I asked you whether you are wanting to find out the gender. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's exciting. It's not going to change I mean, it's
0: not going to change anything. No, I find out in two weeks. Um, But it's not going to change anything because I want a, like a safari-themed nursery.
1: Oh. That is so sweet. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. That is so cute. In actual fact, I'm going to send you a link because there were a couple of little like animal prints that I wanted to get for him at one stage. Um, I, I found some I really nice
0: ones it. on Etsy, but they don't ship to the UK, which I'm quite disappointed <sighs> about.
1: That's so frustrating.
0: Yeah, so I think I'll, I'm
1: going do- to see. see
0: I'm going to do another search and just see if I can find some that do ship to the UK, which will be nice. Mm. Yeah, obviously oh, exciting. Mm-hmm. Even <laughs> more exciting. What are you reading at the moment?
1: Well, reading. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an awful person. I'm an awful. I just. I'm not doing anything I'm supposed to be doing these days. <laughs> I'm still busy with. Um, I'm reading Return of the (laughs) Dragon, oh I'm a stinker hunter, no, um, still busy, uh, partway through the stolen kingdom, um, and I also have a couple others that are on my list, but no, actually actively reading, not, not actively reading anything at the moment, But I did start watching The Good Doctor on Netflix because it's on Netflix now. So, and I'm really enjoying that. So, yeah, Um, I'm still watching Game of Thrones, but it's it's difficult. I feel like it's difficult to watch that show because, like, first of all, there's a lot of like scenes that are very loud, and during those scenes, obviously, even if I put the volume down, I battle to hear him. In the other room but also i feel like i need to really concentrate when i'm watching it so mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one of those things that it's like oh i really want to watch it but then i'm like what mm, but, but like should i right now but anyway still doing game of thrones uh, just started good doctor oh and i'm on now on season nine of friends which i've started watching like while i feed M. Because it's like the perfect length. Like one episode is the perfect length to watch while she has her bottle. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and it also it keeps her attention focused as well if she's hearing voices and stuff. Because she is terrible, she, especially in the last month or so, she gets so distracted, and then she doesn't drink properly and swallows air, which gives her a sore tummy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, having like a a point of focus really helps her to just like drink a bottle and get it down. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. What about you? I
0: am as bad as you for reading. So I'm not actually reading a lot. (laughs) Um, I keep trying to start books and then I'm just like, I'd rather watch TV, which I know is really bad. Um, But usually usually I read books when I'm on holiday and because of the pandemic I've not been going on holiday so trying to read at home is kind of difficult because I just I just Mm. get distracted and if I try and do it like before I sleep then I fall asleep while I'm reading and if I Mm. try and do it like in the
1: yeah I was just about to say um I used to read before bed but I never read before bed now I'm too tired I can't concentrate
0: I'm finding so like I said to myself oh I'll do Sunday afternoons and I will read but but when it comes to Sunday afternoons I'm like um yeah I just want to watch tv
1: it's it's easier isn't it like because I feel like um reading requires a certain amount of like mental energy (laughs) like mental uh i don't know what the word i'm looking for is my brain is not working today is it ever though i mean Mm. let's be honest (laughs) yeah no Um, definitely and
0: i'm hoping i can get back into reading so what my plan is now that i am once again a fully functioning human um i'm going to tidy up the mess that is my office um i kind of just threw everything in my office to make my house tidy for when everybody came around for the hen party so i need to like remove everything again. Um and I don't know if you can see behind me, but there is a lovely chair here. Oh yes. So I think I might make that my reading chair. And then Ah. what I'll do is I'll I'll come up after like my Sunday dinner or something and then try and get in like an hour or two of reading. Hmm. That sounds nice. I don't know how well that will work but I'm gonna give it a go. Why not? Yeah. Why not? And then TV-wise, I was really naughty. (laughs) I convinced my husband to buy me Disney Plus um, for when I'm on maternity leave.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, so I've been slowly going through
0: S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then I'm going to start on all of the... Marvel TV shows that I've missed out on because everyone's like, "Have you seen this?" and "Have you seen this?" and I'm like, "No," because I don't have Disney Plus. What I do now?
1: (laughs) Mm. I still I still want to try and finagle a way to get Disney Plus because it's not here in South Africa. But I do have a VPN. But when I tried to search it the other day, it didn't pop up on on Google Play Store. So I don't know what 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 the situation was there. But I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try and, when I have the energy, try and sort that one out because I really, really want Disney Plus. Really, really, really. <laughs> I really like, like Disney movies, they like, they just make me happy. <laughs> you know, it's, it's nice. It's, you know, there's almost always a happy ending. It it's, makes my heart feel all warm and fuzzy yeah no I do I do
0: I love TV it's that comfort food yeah, yeah. it's that comfort food yeah exactly yes yes um, so <laughs> topic of the week oh I'm excited mm, we're going to talk about flash fiction and how it can help or hinder your writing career I don't
1: know why I said that so
0: dramatically <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I, I would like to say that that until very recently, I had not heard or knew about flash fiction. And as I have already mentioned, I haven't, I've never. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have never, I have never written short stories, nor have I ever written anything that could be uh, viewed as flash fiction. So I'm excited to find out more about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've not really done a lot. I mean, the shortest thing I've written so far is the um, story that I'm I'm publishing in the in the anthology next year. Um, mm-hmm. My first attempt at writing a short short story ended up at forty thousand words, which is my <laughs> free novella tournament of the elite. <laughs> um, oh. Oh. And then. And then I I, I don't know, I have like, I really like writing shorter stories, um, only because I'm kind of an awkward reader, where if the story takes too long, I'm gonna skip it and get to like the fun bits. And I feel like a mm. shorter story just focuses on the fun bits. Mm. So I, yeah, I kind of like them. Um, I say I kind of like them. I've written three for Project Keridin. Um, which is which is fun, and ironically, so my first attempt at a novella, I was like, oh, it'll probably only be like 25, 30,000 words, ended up being 40, and then obviously I was like, okay, quite clearly I overwrite novellas, but I underwrite novels, <laughs> um, so I was if like, okay.
1: If there was something uh, in between, that would be perfect for you, wouldn't
0: it? Well... <laughs> <laughs> then I said to myself I was like well obviously I'm gonna write a lot for these three novellas totally wrong totally wrong so I was like oh we'll we'll go for like 30 35000 words they, they've all ended up being a, between 20 and 25 <laughs> the story will be told in as many words as it wants to be told in
1: <laughs> yes yes I found that as well <laughs> yeah. oh gosh yeah i um I must say like in terms of like hey, what 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 classifies it what is the difference for instance, between say a uh, a short story and like what what actually classifies something as flash fiction as opposed to as you said like a novella or just a short story or something like that is it a category is it got to do with word count um it's usually
0: all down to word count. Yeah, I can't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure that it's flash fiction. F- f- I can't say the words. Flash fiction <laughs> is anything like under two thousand words, mm-hmm. but tells a whole story. Uh huh. Um. Then you've got like short stories, which can be anywhere between. 2000 to like I think it's like 10,000 and then mm-hmm. you've got like novelettes and then you've got novellas and then you've got novels but it, it's all dependent on the word count and I'm pretty sure I have the actual things somewhere I can't find it I will find it and I will put it in the description for anyone else who is who is interested because um, okay. I know I have it somewhere I just don't know where I've got it saved
1: uh, <laughs> story of my life I know. Yeah, I have it but I don't know where
0: <laughs> I don't know where no um but yeah I mean for me I think that they're like flash fiction short stories novellas stuff like that I think they're really good to like help anyone in their writing career because even if you mm. write them and don't publish them mm like that writing can still be classed as practice. You can still hone your yeah. craft by writing them. So I think,
1: I think that they're wonderful. And I, don't know, I'm everybody a, should I would write say I'm of, the, yeah, I'm of the same opinion. Sorry, I interrupted you for a second. No, I'm, I agree because I mean, every word written is practice, isn't it? And so yes. um, unless you are, you know, dedicated and you're kind of a bit of like a like a purist I suppose in your in the way you write or whatever the case might be I think go ahead do do what you like I mean and it also I think writing short stories flash fiction like novellas it also it gives you and your readers also an opportunity to explore characters um, and subplots that you perhaps wouldn't have explored in in your original work, mm-hmm. if that is say your original work is, for instance, a, a novel um, and it, it gives, it's also, it's just nice. It's nice bonus materials. And it's especially if, if you've got like a world that you are working in, if you've got a world that you're working in, like you've got with a cane saga, you've got such a rich, beautiful world that you've, you've built that has lots of different countries and families and cultures you can explore that through through shorter fiction. Yeah,
0: definitely. And also
1: like the novellas that
0: I'm writing for Project Herodin, they started because I realized that I needed to know more of the world and my character's backgrounds before I could write mm. the actual story that I wanted to tell. Because um, every time I tried to start from book one, I was like, this just doesn't feel right. Like this mm. isn't where the story starts for me. So I mm. needed to write the before to be able to write the after
1: that is brilliant you know what I think I might actually do that for um for NTN and and Project Lock and Key because for me for those two stories they definitely rely heavily on stuff that's happened before yeah it's yeah yeah.
0: and I think I think it's also like flash fiction and short stories or bonus content whatever you want to call it it's it's also great discovery for you as an author because then you can Mm. figure out more about your world like I'm not saying you have to write it and publish it or give it away for free or do anything with it you can just write it for yourself so that you have Mm. more knowledge and history and background for the story that you are going to put out into Mm. the world
1: yeah definitely and I think if you for instance, are going to do that. Um, <sighs> I would dare say even important, if your, if your world that you're writing in, if your story, if you feel like your story starts before the beginning of your novel, I feel like it's, I would even say it's important that you write that stuff because it. if you understand the character better, you can better portray them in, in the focus of your story in the novel it's yeah it it, it, because i think there's a lot of things as writers that we discover about our stories and about our characters in the act of drafting as -hmm. opposed to planning and you know i can write as many character profiles as i want but if i'm writing it and it doesn't feel right if it doesn't feel true to the character well then I can change it and, and then you know but you you can only have that experience if you actually start drafting something
0: yeah yeah 100% I agree with you and I mean although I've written like novellas and the shorter novellas that I'm doing at the moment I when I got asked to be in the um anthology for the flash fiction I was like I don't know how to write a short story. <laughs> I was like, I've only mm. ever written novels. Like they always end up being like 50, 60 K. Mm. So how, how am I meant to write something that's under 2000 words? I was like, it gave me like heart palpitations, but I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I've been given this chance. I'm gonna push myself out of my comfort zone and see what happens. Mm. And so far, everybody likes it. <laughs> oh, lovely. Yeah. That's so good. But like, you know, you don't have to wait for those opportunities. You can still just go ahead and write something, Mm. even if you're only sharing it with um, a critique partner or a beta reader. Like you don't. Mm. It's it's always good to get someone else's feedback on the story and have constructive criticism on how to make it better. But you don't actually Mm. have to share it with the world to make it worthwhile. Like it can just be practice.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with you, and I think I think it's important for us to sometimes explore um, writing outside of our genre and outside of our like comfortable word counts. Let's put it that way. Yeah, because it it starts you you start to see this concept of story and the um and the kind of method in which you tell a story very differently. You know, it's there's a diff, very much a big difference between telling a full rich story in 2000 words to 20,000 or 30 or 40,000 words, and yes. I think the more you practice that, you know, you can. If you think about it, every chapter is its own little story by itself, and so if you can say, in inverted commas, master short stories that's all a novel is is essentially a bunch of short stories all strung together that have an overarching plot so I think it is definitely beneficial to 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 do those exercises for the characters that you're busy working on for the story you're working on and also for things outside of like say you want to try something out outside of like say your genre and 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 just to try it and see what it like. If you like it, if you don't like it, then you don't have to commit to like a full big novel-length project. Like mm-hmm. for instance, that little short story that I mentioned previously, just a few minutes ago, um, it was a very, I don't even know what you would class it as to be honest, what kind of genre you would put it in. Basically, it was just a story about a married couple who had kind of lost touch, lost connection. Um, and they, um, they, they both were lost touch with themselves, they lost touch with their lives, their lives had morphed into something that they didn't want them to be. And the whole thing basically was that they decided to go on a road trip. Um, and so the, our, our, this is one of those things where the title came before the story. Mm -hmm. so the title of it was going to be a town where nobody knows us and so that they could create a life for themselves whether it be a real life or a maybe they just told lots of tall tales while they were in this other town but basically they they were trying to just reclaim their lives and so that was and it was that's what it was about about them reclaiming their lives and reconnecting with each other so that is so vastly, vastly different from the stuff that I'm currently writing, which is fantasy and like dystopian fantasy. It's like way heavier, first of all, and like so different. It's a completely different beast, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and that's something that I just, I wanted to explore. And as I started working on it, it, it's still floating, I think I have a Scrivener project floating around somewhere. It was for me, when I started writing it, I saw it as an exercise in understanding relationship and how to write relationship um, between characters. So if you've got something that perhaps you feel in your writerly toolbox that you're not as strong, then write stories that focus on those things, Mm -hmm. short stories. And like you can even
0: like even as you're outlining or like editing or even even drafting, like little things can come up. So like when I was going through the Kane saga, um, well, and even mm. when I was when I was outlining Project Keradin, like I came up with these like little scenes and like short, essentially short stories of like mm areas in the world or or times in the past or times in the future that that I could write and it would it would only be for me and you mm. know, if if I think they're good enough I might share them with with my readers but mm. for me those scenes are the ones that I want to write because they're the ones that are going to make me
1: a better writer mm. now tell me I, I'd like to I'd like to ask this question because I think it would illustrate your point very good very, very good very well um, tournament of the elite mm-hmm. now was that something that you that you kind of went that that you kind of came up with as you were writing Kingdom of Lies or did you come up with that before you wrote Kingdom of Lies? Neither. <laughs> oh so it came at the same, time. So it came no, at the same it, time it
0: came afterwards so I I'd written the trilogy and I was like learning from um Mark Dawson I was taking his his um self-publishing 101 course and he was mm-hmm. like you need to have a reader magnet and it can be like an epilogue or a prologue or a scene to connect the two stories or whatever you just need to offer something free and I was like but I have prologues and epilogues in my stories. So I don't want to use those as freebies for people because mm. they, they tie all the stories together. Mm. And I was like, mm, what else can I do? And then I was like, most people write prequels. So I was like, well, I just need to think of a time before the trilogy that I could write about. And then mm. um, after my first beta... This was, like, in 2019. Um, Mm. One of the questions that I asked them was, what characters do you want to know more about? And everybody, Mm. everybody said Merrick. Ah. So I was like, okay, well, I'll I'll do something with Merrick. And then it evolved into telling a story about Elijah's father and how he became king.
1: Hmm. So that so the actual concept of the tournament, was that something that you thought was just going to be like a throwaway line in Kingdom of Lies, but then you decided to base that story... Okay. Yeah, because people See, so wanted to know
0: more about it. So I was like, well, I can kill yeah. two birds of one stone. I can write a story about Merrick, loosely mm. about Merrick, and I can tell people what the tournament actually is because Elijah never gets to participate in it.
1: Hmm, that's awesome, because you see that, and that does, it does illustrate my point perfectly, because you've taken literally, and it is literally like one or two lines in Kingdom of Lies that they mention, the Tournament of the Elite, and they don't even tell you what it entails or anything, and you've, and you've based a whole novella centred around that tournament, which I think is Mm. awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Yes, and hopefully...
0: I will be writing more about Merrick soon. But don't hold me to that because I don't know when it'll come out.
1: (laughs) But I know, I I do I must say Merrick as a character, he's quite near and dear to my heart. Like he's he's like a um he's like a chestnut. He's a little bit prickly, but he's like nice on the inside. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) But yeah, so that's Um, all I have to say on flash fiction. I love it, and I think everybody should write it, even if it's just for themselves.
1: I mean, I agree. I agree. Because, you know, the more you explore your own skill and your own imagination and, and even your own existing characters and stories, the, the you can only but get better. And I think that's kind of the takeaway here is that no word written is a word wasted. Mm-hmm. Put that on a T-shirt.
0: <laughs> um, Let me
1: add it to our quote pile yes please <laughs> and cuz i honestly think like and we've said this before that nothing you do to improve your skills or explore your creative flow or your, your you know your ideas your imagination none of it is a waste because if it's not going to actually materialize into anything substantial you're at least writing um, pardon you are at least learning something you can always learn something from everything you do yeah and
0: on that note listeners we are going to leave you with that fantastic bit of advice from Donna
1: <laughs> oh, thank you so much my brain is working today mm. kind of <laughs> yes
0: and if you would like to take up the challenge the task for this week is to write a short story under 2000 words
1: yeah I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do that. <laughs> well, I might do. I'll try. I'll try. I'll try. I'll try. Maybe I'll write it on my phone. I'll probably just try and write it on my phone. In actual fact, I did try. I actually have started something. At, there you are then. Just finish ages it. Ages ago. Yeah, I'll just have to finish it. Okay. Maybe I'll finally write a scene with Merrick in it. <laughs> oh, exciting. You know what? I want to see... I, I'm going to give you a topic. I want to see Merrick with his with his family. I want a story about Merrick with his. I want to see his softer side. Funnily enough, one of the
0: ideas that I had is based around Merrick and Isabel. Oh,
1: please! I just, I just, I want to see him be all gooey and adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see what I can come up with excellent <laughs> yeah so i think i think that's it. That.
0: yes thank you for listening we will catch you on the next one which will be our final podcast of 2021 how has this year gone by yeah. so fast already oh, my word. Yeah. <laughs> and we will catch you next time bye listeners bye